Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is August 4th, 2001. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hey, hello. How you been, man? Uh, it's, I'm, I'm all right. I didn't know we went back 20 years, but I'll take 2001. 2001 was a decent Did year. Did I say 2001? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I, no, man, look, I, I, I hear you. 2021 isn't, you know, a whole lot better than 2020. Like, I, I, I'm all for it. We'll go back. Like, that's, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, August 4th, 2001. Um, simpler times, uh, yeah. I'd probably say. Yeah. Uh, the world was a lot different uh, yeah. that month. Yeah, um, uh, we, we still had another month yet. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, absolutely. Man, yeah, wow, my brain is fried. <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully my voice sounds a little bit better. I know it's still, uh, still trash, but... Um, I am getting a little bit better every day. Um, uh, again, not COVID, thank God. Uh, but man, it is COVID's it's back in a big way. Um, uh, especially down here in the South. Um, have you noticed any, uh, tightening up there with Mm, uh, restrictions or anything? Not really. Um, there's a little more caution being urged, but we're not having, uh, we're not having surges like y'all all, like y'all yeah. are down there. Um, yeah, it was like one in five new cases are in Florida right now and hospitalizations. So yeah, it's it's bad. Um, not only for the people that have it, but for the people who don't and legitimately get hurt. And when they get to the hospital, they're told there's no ICU beds. So, oh boy, um, yeah. It's it's getting out of control again, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, which is why I get my food now uh, delivered to me <laughs> uh, through an application, and I don't. Uh, I'm doing my best to avoid people. Um, I mean, that's all. That's a good plan in general, really. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, have you been playing anything or? Uh, not much lately. Um, I've been between between work and other work and the the madnesses therein oh boy it's 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 been i'll tell you about that after that's okay boy has that been something um yeah but i not not particularly um i've actually i started reading uh i've started rereading because i started reading a long time ago and then just it's one of those books that like I picked it up and I was like, oh, this is cool, you know, for like twenty pages, and then put it down and never read again. Um, Aragon, because oh, okay. the movie was that awful, but it's one of those where everybody's like, no, it needs another chance because the book's really good. I was like, I okay, let's 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 see. And I remembered a while back, many 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 moons ago, because uh, I'm old that I had tried it and was like, oh, okay, well, I get it. Yeah, this is kind of neat. Uh, and they never went back to it. Um, but mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing in my spare time the last handful of days. I'm a little more than halfway through it because they're, the, they're, it's what, four books in the whole series and they're, they're each of them, you know, fairly decent size. Yeah. But uh, I've been rereading that and it's, and it's good. You know, it's very... You know, the one thing you hear is like, well, it's like a kid just made up D&D names and created a world. And I'm like, yeah, well, first of all, that's creative as hell because um, I can't do that. But it's it's also, yeah, you look at these, and you're like, oh, these are very D&D names. Um, and the, some of the places are very Tolkien-esque. Uh, 
names. It's like, and is that a problem? Like, you know, it kind of everything fantasy winds up in that sort of, uh, mm-hmm. that sort of mill when you get right down to it. But, uh, it's, I've, I've, I've been enjoying it and that's pretty much been my, that's been my spare time this, this past week. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of D and I'm going to be doing it for the first time this week, this Friday. Oh, that's right. You've been building your character yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, with some yeah, absolutely. We're gonna do it with some friends over Discord and uh, a website called Roll20.net. There you go. Um, I'm gonna be a ranger, a beastmaster. I'm gonna have a giant cat, a displacement uh, beast, which is like, I don't know, think like a black panther, but with like kind of purplish. I'm thinking, imagining, but it has uh, like tentacles basically, and I think its description is. The only the only place you know where the displacement beast is is where it or I fucked it up. Uh, <laughs> all right, hold on. <laughs> the, the only place you know where it isn't is where it appears to be. Gotcha. I get that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. It, it's going to be fun. We've been creating our characters and coming up with the backstory and everything. So I'm going to be doing that uh, this weekend, which should be really fun. Um, uh. Uh, and the, the thing about like Tolkien style books, the only people that complain about that, honestly, are people that just read constantly. And for so long, so many of them were very much like Tolkien, right? Yeah. And so they, they wanted something different. And I feel like now more than ever, it's different. Like there's so much out there that's not Tolkien. Like, of course, everything's kind of inspired from it. But, uh, if you don't read a lot of fantasy, and you go and you're like, I'm in the mood for something like Tolkien, but I already know the the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. It's perfectly good to go towards something like that. Um, you know, I, I think so. Wheel of Time is just like that. Um, Wheel of Time very much starts out very Tolkien-like. Um, did you know that um, the guy who did um, um, wait uh, was it Aragorn the book you're reading? Uh, Christopher Palanini. Yeah, I Palini. Mean, yeah, he's got a science fiction book called To Sleep in a Sea of Stars. Okay. That I hear is pretty good. Nice. So when you're done with that, you might want to give that a a shot. Um, but yeah, I've never read that series before. Uh, I hear it's good, though. I've never even seen the movie. You said it's bad? Oh, don't. It's 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 last airbender levels of bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stay <laughs> stay away from it. It's, oh, it's, it's very much where, like, the pitch for the book was... It's kind of Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and Dungeons and Dragons, and that was where they stopped. And it was like, oh, okay. So um, we have the chosen kid and the mentor, and you know the family gets killed, and he goes off on an adventure, and he beats the bad guy at the end. It's like that's sure, but the book is a lot different than that. Oh yeah, like they, they really just heard the comparison bullet points and said all right cool we'll make that movie it's like you don't even know what the book's actually about it's it's so it's it is so very bad um oh yeah but it it fun here's a couple of fun pieces of trivia for you on august 3rd 2001 uh which was a friday there were two movies that came out which will now make both of us feel very old you ready Mm -hmm. the princess diaries and Rush Hour 2. Oh, wow. Rush Hour 2 is 20 years old right now. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, makes, I don't even know what to say. It just that makes me. It really makes me feel old. Rush Hour Two is a twenty-year-old movie now. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. That's 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 the wildness. Mm-hmm. Getting old, getting old for sure. Yeah. Right. Um. I believe that speaking of Tolkien, I believe the new or uh, the new audiobooks with um, oh why my mind just went blank. The uh, Smeagol, uh, the actor, what's his name? He directed uh, Andy Circus. Uh, Andy Circus, yeah, is coming out. I believe next month. I was looking at that. I love the audiobooks for Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Um, uh, hold on a second, let me pull it up. Uh, yeah, because he read the. He did the audiobook for The Hobbit. He did The Hobbit, yes. And uh, I believe his version of uh, Lord of the Rings uh, will be out uh, soon. Rob Ingus did the original um, audiobook for these uh, for this series, for The Hobbit and for Lord of the Rings. And I absolutely love those audiobooks. It's so different from most of them because it kind of just feels like your grandfather reading the book to you. Right. It's not like the newer ones where they're like it's it's way more involved it's it's hard to explain but it's really good no um, but the yeah there's a difference between you know somebody sitting there telling you a story and and like an audio drama kind of thing yes right exactly yeah uh but it's really good it's really good i, I was re- i was just reading that yesterday and uh there's some other lord of the rings news we'll get into in a little bit yeah uh that i'm excited for <laughs> but uh there's some new trailers yeah, we had uh, we had a handful this week. Um, oh wait, hold on! I didn't even talk. I just forgot. I didn't even say what I did this week. Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Um, well, I didn't do much, honestly. <laughs> um, it's been a busy week, uh, so I haven't been able to do much uh, gaming. But when I have, I've basically been doing um, a lot of Final Fantasy at this point. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, what else? I know I did something. I I, I finished up New World. Um, cause that beta closed. Um, yeah, that's really it. Uh, yeah. So I haven't done too much. Um, I, oh, I watched, um, a quiet place. The first one or second one? Part two. Part okay. Two. What'd you think? Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a good job with telling a complete story. They also really just set it up for a third one. Um, it, you know, it ends with, you're like, Oh, Okay, we gotta watch the next one. Uh, I want it like, it's almost it's almost set up like a like a TV show kind of where you're like I, I want it next week, right? Yeah. Um, but it's 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 a really good story. I I loved it. I they go in so many directions where it's like I didn't see that coming, but of course that's the direction they would go in. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really well made. It is, to me, just a modern day Jaws that kind of suspenseful thriller. Um, so unique, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, but yeah, just been hanging out, uh, uh, trying to avoid people, but at the same time, trying to get out <laughs> a little bit more. I'm really mad at Pokemon Go too with uh with Niamic. We'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I I heard a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, the rollbacks, especially during this time when like. With all these variants, I don't know. It's but anyway, don't get too negative. But yeah, let's let's get into trailers. Yeah, did you see the? Uh, there was a second uh, "Let There Be Carnage" trailer drop. This I did. Week. I I liked 
that it shows like we're gonna get a slightly different Carnage origin story, which I'm okay with. In principle, I think it's still gonna be the same. Um, but I think uh, transmission-wise, we're gonna see that it's different, and it's not exactly Venom had an offspring that ran away. It's that I, I we're gonna see like you know because we see in the trailer like Cletus biting uh, Brock. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think it's going to be, he gets some of that symbiote and it's in a volatile place. And so it mm-hmm. bonds to Cletus in a different way than it did with Eddie, that kind of thing. Uh, yes. But I, I like the look and I love, I, because I went back and, and rewatched Venom a little while ago. And mm-hmm. it's still, I stand by what I said originally. It's a really great TV pilot. Not so much so as a movie. But it's a, it's like this is a great first episode to a limited series. Sure, absolutely. But, but the thing that I loved at the and the thing that needed to be the core of it and looks fant- and still looks fantastic going forward is the odd couple dynamic between Eddie and Venom. It's I really think they have hit the nail on the head with a fantastic way to to do that dynamic, and I I love it. Yes. Uh... Yeah, it, I love that. I wish they would... Hmm. Watching the trailer, you know, and I'm, I'm not... You know, I'm pretty sure you, you thought... Maybe maybe you thought the same thing, too. My only problem with doing Carnage right now... Carnage, of course, peanut butter and jelly with Venom, right? It's in Spider-Man. It just goes well together. Yeah. But visually, I feel like it's just too much going on on the screen. With the tentacles and the, uh, just it's everywhere, and you have two characters that are doing the same thing, and it was the same problem I had with the first one visually. I, I they're doing what they're supposed to do right because that's what happens in the comics, you know, etc. But I feel like it would just be, I wish there was an odd couple with who he was going against as well. I wish there was a yin to the yang where it wasn't exactly – it didn't look like him just red. Um, like, does that make sense? Like, a different kind of villain that's not a symbiote, right? Right. I, I, get, I get where you're going, and I, and I I absolutely hear what you're saying. I just – I struggle with who else you would throw in there. Anyone. Um, You know, any Spider-Man – villain at this point i think would go well and it, that that it, i'm torn because of course it's got to be carnage but i feel like visually it's the same thing from the last film so we've already gotten the same kind of look and feel and this time it's like even more exaggerated it's like just a splatter of red anytime we see carnage on the screen just everywhere there's tentacles like everywhere and then you see you see Venom, who's a little bit smaller, it seems like. And maybe I'm just misremembering it, but and any I just remember in the trailer just constant red everywhere, and Venom starting to do the same thing, trying to trying to go after him. But I don't know it. I don't want to be too negative on it, but that was my thought when watching the trailer. I'm like, this is just so much. Uh, symbiote just going everywhere on the screen at the same time kind of wish it was i don't know uh any other villain um just so it looked different if that makes sense right no it does it it makes it that makes perfect yeah. sense. 
Yeah, because if it was, I don't know. Um, I mean, even Spider-Man looked different from Venom, you know, different enough. Where Venom was this big hulking beast thing and Spider-Man was small and didn't have a bunch of things going all over the place. Um, I don't know. That was my, that was, I, I thought this trailer was much better than the first one. Yeah, Show that's fair. Of course, yeah. story-wise and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm afraid that during the movie, that's going to be a problem where it's just splatter all over the screen of carnage. I mean, it, like there's a scene in it where it's carnage in the middle and it's just red everywhere, right? Yeah, him yeah. Uh, against the uh, stained glass window, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, it's a little much. Um, may, does Carnage ever get that nuts in the comics where it's just. Oh, yeah. Takes every. Okay. Oh, yeah. Max, yeah, yeah just, maximum Carnage. Like, he. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's it's doing what the comics do. But, yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, what's. Like, what are Venom's. You know, Venom's Rogues Gallery is completely other symbiotes, though. Like, I mean, he's. The, that's the that's the one drawback of doing Venom as a good guy is that the only thing he ever fights is other symbiotes. And I get yeah. I, and I, I'm I absolutely agree with what you're saying. It does all look very samey samey and it's it's just kind of a mess. Yes. Um well I mean the the problem with the, the problem is that they did from the beginning they did Venom without Spider Man. So then you set up, well, okay, okay what, what kind of rogues gallery can you put in there? Because you haven't even put Spider-Man in this world with Venom yet. So I agree with you. It, it's it's what can they do except add other Venom-type um, uh, uh, villains. But, I mean, anyone else. Um, but you, you're right. How would you even introduce them? Um, how could you do... Uh, Morbius, maybe. Um, I don't even know. Um, Mister Negative. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not sure who you would introduce without somehow tying it back to Spider-Man. Um, I think this. Hopefully, in this one, we get some sort of answer to if this is connected or what they're going to do moving forward with this. Right. Because you're right. After Carnage, what do you do? There's, there's, there's nobody. Like I'm trying to find. Noel, Noel's the only one. I mean, do you go straight to Noel after that? Like the King of Symbiotes? Is that how this one ends? I with with Noel as Thanos, in the cutscene. Maybe. I mean, you know, I don't after know. the movie. I mean, that's that would be crazy. Uh, that's where I think you go with this, right? Because they are doing heavy symbiotes stuff. You're already at Carnage. You might as well go to the next. One and skip like the sixty-two other <laughs> ones that came after Carnage. There yeah. was Riot. There was like just so many, uh, but yeah. And and I mean that just that just gets old. It's just the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and over again. But I mean Venom as a as a good guy has no other enemies but other symbiotes. That's right. I I don't know. See, I, I don't. Just... I, I think making the jump straight to Null is a I mean that's that's big, and I don't think so. Yeah, I mean they're. I think they're gonna ride the wave. I would. I'll say this. I would not be surprised if we get a hint at him 
uh, in this movie at some point. Um, I mean, they could be fun with it. Like you could have a, you could have a gag where he takes down Stiltman or something. Like there's a ton of Spider-Man <laughs> bad guys that are forgotten. Or oh yeah, like it, oh, there's much. so many like Z-grade rogues. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah that you could totally bring and make a little bit more serious. Or like 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 that one with Stiltman, you can have it as a fun gag, where he's just it's a throwaway scene. But that would get that would get a lot of fans like oh shit, Stiltman, he took him down. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because it's gonna be good. I think they're gonna do Carnage well. I I like that they. I I still maintain I like that they cut uh, Woody Harrelson's hair. Uh, oh was, yeah, no, they that was a good decision. Yeah, it's like that was that was too much. That that was it was the wrong kind of wild. Like it yeah. like it, that that was that was the wrong kind of crazy for Cletus. Uh, but they. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they. I'm glad they changed that. And this, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm here for the humor. You know, Eddie yeah. and Eddie and Venom are funny, playing off of, really playing off himself, because because Tom Hardy does both roles. But it's true, true. You know what? You know who I think would be good? Craven the Hunter with Venom. Now you see. Now you're talking. Especially since we know yeah. that they're doing a Craven standalone film. Yes. Yeah, that would be just visually different. It'd be a completely different beast. Yeah. And you would have just like he's hunting down this thing that's been, you know, you know, you've heard whispers of this creature that's eating people in San Francisco. He's going to go, oh, I'm going to go hunt that down. I'm yeah. going to go kill that. So, yeah, I see that. Yeah, something like that. Um, that's why I love the Spider-Man movies, I think, are so well done. The, the, his rogue gallery is just so unique and completely different. Um uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm excited for it though. The, I don't want to make it seem like I'm down on it at all. I probably shouldn't have jumped just to that. Uh, I thought the trailer was much better. It got me way more excited for it. Um, yeah, I'm 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 pumped for it. So yeah. Uh, we also yeah. got the the uh, we got our first uh, House of Gucci trailer, and this 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 just has you know award season written all over it. Uh, oh yeah. But absolutely, just everybody in it looks like it's going to be okay. This is, this is a cast. This is a performance. I mean, between you know, you've got Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto. You know, they it's it it goes on. Al Pacino, like it's, oh, it's yeah, and it's going to be intense too. Like this is yeah. this is not going to be a a fun little amusement park ride. Like this is going to get rough. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I know nothing about the fashion world. Um uh so this, this a lot has, of this is gonna be go ahead yeah this isn't about fashion this is about murder <laughs> that's what i mean that that's, yeah. that's what i'm saying is i don't know anything of like i i know that there's a murder and whatnot but i don't know the details Ooh. i don't know uh really anything about it so it's yeah if i this because it's a it's 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 a story it's quite yeah. a story so this like i'm was, i'm looking forward to this like it should be good it was one of those oh this looks interesting I don't know anything about this murder or anything like that. There you and go. I stopped myself from looking it up because I was like, I'm going to watch the movie. There you go. Fair enough. Because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was like, oh, well, I could totally ruin it for myself right now. But no. I was like, this looks really good. And uh, I know nothing about that world. So I'm excited. Cool. Very, very, very yeah. cool. Uh, another one we got, the the funniest trailer of the week. Um, Vacation Friends. I 
I had never heard of this. Apparently, it's a Hulu original, and it's going to be out in uh, in three weeks. It comes out on the 27th, and it looks ridiculous, and I'm here for it. Uh, it's just... The John Cena, oh my god. It, it, when, when I was watching the trailer, and they were talking, John Cena being crazy and wild, uh, that's what I want. That's what I want to see. I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> always down for John Cena just being a ham. Absolutely, yeah. because he does it so well. He, he is really so good at just eating entire scenes. Like it's fantastic. Like he doesn't he doesn't chew scenery. He just eats it whole, yes. and it's so good. It's so much fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he's played yeah one hundred percent. So I'll definitely be checking this out. It's just, it's like yeah, but that that looked the fun kind of ridiculous. Um, the other kind of ridiculous was the. The newest A24 offering, and it's called Lamb, because we had pig, and now we're going to have lamb, and then I guess what's next? Cow? Yep, rooster. We're going to have... No, that's that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a live-action we'll cow talk. and chicken. Like Cow and chicken, there you go. Yeah, someone make that. Oh, God, please don't. <laughs> yes, please. I would love a live-action cow and chicken. <laughs> I would hate a live-action cow Like That would be frightening. That would be frightening in all the wrong ways. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You could you could do a twist it. You could literally do an A twenty four version of it where a kid just hears them talking. Sure. And the parents are like, "What are we gonna do?" He thinks cow and this cow and chicken are talking. You know, you can totally go crazy with it. But that red guy actually is the devil and everything. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. This trailer looked weird. It looked it looked like an A twenty four film. Yeah. Um. It's uh. It's weird. You don't, you're like, at first you're like, this is, I don't like any of this. And then the more you watch it, you can't turn away. And you're like, this is intriguing. Where is this going? And then towards the end, you're like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like an A24 film. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's great. It's, that's the, the perfect way to describe it. Um, yeah. The one I still need to see is The Lighthouse. Oh, it's so good. I really want to watch that. It is yeah. really, really good. We did a we did a crew showing for that over at the theater and it was like it was worth it cuz I it was one of those where like if I don't think I think if it had been up to me to find my own time to sit down and watch it, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. But when it was like, "Nah, this is what we're doing this week." And it's like, "All right, fine. We're going to be there, you know, it's four or five of us however many it was." And sat down and watched it. So really, this is what we're watching this week and it was Man, it was worth it. It's it's weird, but in a, it's it, it's it's still followable. It's yeah. not something where you're like, all right, I'm lost. Everything is weird, and I don't understand the symbolism. You're like, no, no, it's two guys in a lighthouse, and they, you know, madness. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, sure, makes sense. I get it. And it's right. God, Willem Dafoe, his when he he curses. Robert Pattinson for making for for not enjoying his cooking. Right, I've seen that clip. God, yeah. it's magnificent, and he he carries that kind of energy through the whole fool through the whole film because yeah. it's Willem Dafoe, and it's right. and it's you watch that and you remember, oh yeah, Robert Pattinson is actually a really good actor. Yep, like it's it, <laughs> yeah, it, you know it, every you know he gets remembered for two things that he did where. One where it was such a limited part, he didn't really have anything to do, and the other one where it was just he was trying to make the best of a horrifying situation. Right. Um, 
but he's actually a very very good actor. Yeah, you should you you need to watch The Lighthouse. It's really good. Yeah. It's really creepy and really trippy, but you can follow it. Like you understand like, oh, these guys go crazy because it's, you know, 1800s or whatever and it then they're both stuck at a lighthouse. Like it's it it makes sense in that respect, but the the trip that they go on is something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's what I hear. Um, oh wait, it's on Amazon Prime, so yeah, I'll be checking that out um, this week. There you go. Now you're talking. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, one more trailer that we that we got this week was for King Richard about uh, the Williams sisters' father. Yeah. And I like this is an interesting direction to to come at this with. I didn't know this was how they would do it. Um, but I'm I'm I am excited for this. Like this looks really good. They got Will Smith to play him, and he's it's it's really interesting now to see Will Smith in in that era of his career where this is the kind of role he can play. It's not yeah. the the young guy whooping ass and saving the world anymore. It's the 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 sort of you know wizened elder statesman sort of figure. Um, and yeah. I'm, 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 I'm here for it. Like, let's do it. Um, but this, yeah, this looked really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. It looked really good. Uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah. Everything from this trailer looked good, but I'll definitely be checking it out, but excited for all that. Excited for all that. You know, who's not excited right now about what's going on in the movie world is Disney. Um, they, yeah. So I'm I'm sure people have seen or heard by now that uh, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney because of uh, bonuses she lost uh, because of Black Widow. Now the the thing is, this is not because I had to like we had a whole bunch of discussions about this at the theater. Um, it's not like some sour grapes thing where it's just like oh the movie didn't do well so she didn't get her bonus. That's not how it goes. What's happened here is. The contracts that are negotiated originally would have been based on a traditional direct-to-theaters model, the way movies have been done for forever. And the bonuses applied to that kind of model. And then Disney went ahead and said, well, yeah, and now we're also going to put it on you know, Disney Plus with Premier Access. Well, when you change a distribution model like that, and it affects portions of a contract a legally binding and signed contract you have to go back and renegotiate that contract because now you have changed things and because of you know because of SAG-AFTRA and the fact that they are a, a union and have you know federal law that that backs them you know Disney has to go to to the people who sign these contracts and say hey you know because we changed this now we have to renegotiate the deal um so that the people in the movie are not going to get screwed out of their bonuses because of the way the distribution model changed, which is exactly what happened here. Yep. Disney decided to 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 do what it is they do and say, how can we make more money? And look, nobody is saying they shouldn't have done the split deal that they did. You know, the, the people are going to say that they shouldn't have because the uh, second week box office total tanked because everybody then started watching it on disney plus all i think that that really did was show what was happening anyway big blockbuster movies like this hit hard that first weekend and then they fall off mm -hmm. this one just had more of a fall off because of 
the the uh, premier access option it yeah. it exacerbated a problem which already existed but the the legal issue here is that this contract was not renegotiated to the to the best of the public available knowledge this is is what's happening and so you know scarlett Johansson's looking at it and saying hey you guys screwed me and i want my money yeah. and the initial disney response absolutely flabbergasted me it shouldn't have but it 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 did because basically what they said was was how dare you be thinking about your money there's a pandemic going on right and i was like i wow guys like i get i get the i get the tack you wanted to take there but no like she has the legal standing here and this is going to this is going to get ugly if Disney decides to really go out and fight this because they're going to lose. Disney well, is going to lose. I don't know. No, well, no. I... There's a difference between perception and legality. This is a this when you can point to a contract and say this is yep. exactly this and this is not what they did. When you have a, I mean, this is this is a very and they'll argue tooth and nail this and that, but a. When you get this before before a judge, they're going to look at this and say, yes, this is breach of contract. And Disney screwed up. And I, I agree with you, but all, all I'm saying is this is Disney. People rarely, if ever, win against Disney, be, uh, especially I, when it comes to contract stuff. Yeah, the, but the, 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 I, I, I see what you're saying, and I agree with you. I agree with you on everything. Uh, the only thing is, I think they'll settle out of court because it's too messy. Um, I think that, that Disney will cave and give her what she wants. Uh, I don't think they want it to go to court because uh, it it looks bad. It looks bad in every way. Yeah, I completely agree with you. But on the other hand, this is Disney, and to go to court against Disney in the entertainment industry is death. There's no. And South Park's joked about this. Disney always wins. They get what they want. Um, so I think what will happen, uh, I think they'll just settle out of court, especially with Kevin Feige coming up to be like, this is fucked up, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, now a lot of, from what I read, a lot of the other actresses, uh, like uh, Emily Blunt is looking into it. Emma Stone uh, is also um, looking at her contract and considering suing as well. So it, I, I have to imagine Disney wants to make make a deal uh and i and then you know moving forward they'll have to include obviously include that in every contract that they do i mean what are they going to do with spider-man i have to imagine tom holland is thinking the exact same thing and looking at his contract going oh wait what's going to happen they they won't put it on disney plus because it's not a disney movie oh that's true spider-man isn't yeah hmm so. Oh, I guess maybe Doctor Strange would be the next one. Or no, actually, there's like three more Disney Plus. Or we get uh, Sha- yeah, we get Shang Chi, the Eternals, Shang-Chi. and then yeah. we get uh, and then we get Spider Man. But then we get uh, Doctor Strange and Thor four. But that's, that's what I'm, yeah, the, the, these are all hmm, these are all brand new Marvel franchise. The thing is, is she's in a unique spot because she has been there since pretty much the beginning. She was in Iron Man two. Yeah. Um, they don't want to. They don't want to fuck over Scarlett Johansson, but I, I agree with you. I, I hope that you know if they do go to court, obviously I hope she wins, and I think she has every right to win. Yeah. I just I'm afraid that it's Disney. 
you're going against the biggest I mean the amount of lawyers that Disney has and and I, I I agree with you in in the in the idea that man you you know you can't fight city hall but yeah. this isn't just this isn't just some somebody disgruntled with Disney going after them for for something perceived this is this is a big Hollywood name going after Disney for an almost open breach of contract yeah. with I guarantee you the full backing of the SAG AFTRA union like that's that's a fight Disney doesn't want to pick that's one where Disney will back down and they will settle because if SAG AFTRA decides not nah, Disney you can't have us you know y- y- people forget this is this is the whole reason that unions exist is so that companies can't just you know pull a Vader and say I've altered the deal pray, pray I don't alter it further the oh, whole, yeah, this exactly. is the whole point of, of unions is to say, no, no, you don't get to alter the deal. This was the deal. This was what was signed. This is what is legally binding, and we will hold your ass to the fire for it. And that's yeah. that's why I think that, that, you know, for the first time in a very long time, Disney has met a foe they would, they would very much rather not fight because they, they very well could lose and lose not just this case, but also... If 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 the 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 actors guild decides that that Disney needs to be taught a lesson about this, you know they can they can really hurt Disney for it. Well, well, not just that. I have to imagine her co, you know, her her all of these you know actors that have been there with her in the Avengers. I, you know, it, I have to imagine they're looking at this situation and they're going. You, you know, are they going to stand with her? Are they going to wonder if they're, you know, they're going to get just as screwed? Um, yeah, it, it's weird. It's 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 a weird spot. And you're absolutely right. I think that she uh, she has a, obviously has a case and I hope she wins it. I'm just afraid that that it's going. I mean, it's Disney um, and the, people rarely win when it comes to contracts with Disney. Um, I don't know. I, I, I hope they, they, <laughs> I hope she gets, I hope she gets exactly what she wants. Um, you know, it, it seems like the no brainer, just do the right thing. Disney has a long history of not paying artists. Um, especially when it comes to like book rights and stuff like that. They historically don't, or years later after the fact, um, uh, you know, so I, I don't know. It's, I, I, I hope she, I hope she wins. It. And I hope that all the, um, all these actresses that I've seen their names thrown around stand up, you know, with her and are like, Hey, no, let's, we need to come back to the table and fix this Yeah, and uh, get the money that she deserves. No, yeah. I... And for, and for them to throw COVID in there, obviously people know, you know, the world changed and, that doesn't mean you get to take advantage of somebody. That doesn't mean that, you know, that's when you do come back to the table and go, okay, we need to, we need to talk about this. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Be interesting seeing it moving forward though. Yeah. And it's the whole thing is like all they, all they had to do was, was re was come back and renegotiate and say, Hey, look, we're changing the distribution deal. So we need to renegotiate how these bonuses work because it's been done what Universal had to do it um, because of the stuff that they they put on streaming. I think with Trolls World Tour there was a thing, and there was 
with the boss baby being day and date, I think they had to, they had to go back as well. Like these, the, you know, these are conversations that you have to have and it's going to cost you a little more money. You're going to have to pay more upfront because there's going to be less back end. Um, and the problem is, is how Disney did this to themselves in that they, yeah, the, the, we have the tangible numbers of the box office from the first week to the second week plummeting. And I do mean plummeting um, in a way that we would not have seen without Disney Plus Premier Access. But also, Disney shot themselves in the foot because they said, hey, look at how much money this movie made at the box office overseas and on Plus Premier Access. Yeah, They did it to themselves. And yeah. so there's... I, I agree with you. I think this won't actually wind up in court. It will be a settlement. But it will set a... It will set the precedent of... If companies are going to switch distribution models, they have to cross their T's and dot their I's. Yes. Otherwise, this is what's going to happen, and they deserve it. Yeah. Um, so, I no, I don't think this goes to court and becomes a whole big thing. I think we get a lot of... A lot of yelling, a lot of smoke, a lot of a, a lot of chest beating, and all that. And at the end of the day, Disney settles, and yeah, SAG we'll settle and make her be quiet. Essentially, that's what I think they'll do: is have some sort of what is, it's not an NDA, but what do you call it? Where like you can't talk about it? As a, a, a gag order, yeah. Gag order, yeah. I think no. that's probably what they'll do. I think they will flat out. I think they will flat out refuse that idea, um, because because oh, really? uh, oh yeah, because SAG won't. Uh, I guarantee you, SAG won't allow it. The, and oh, if they okay. and if you're they, right. I keep thinking there's a union. I don't, my mind's been on Blizzard all week, so I keep fair. thinking about that. You're absolutely right. She has a union, of course. So that's yeah. and that's that's why this is is such a, a much bigger deal. This isn't yeah. just one person going after Disney. This is someone with with the backing of a union after them, any powerful union. Like if SAG decides, you know, hey, we're gonna. This is some crap that Disney's pulling with our our membership. They they have they have options in term in terms of of you know making sure their their membership is not applicable to work at Disney, and that's yeah. fucking everybody, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know you, yeah. nobody in Hollywood that has a name is non-union when it comes to acting. Like you right. you, you just are. Right. So if if SAG if SAG after decides you know Disney doesn't get our people anymore, Disney's Disney's up a creek. Yeah, that's true. So there, you know, that's. I, I mean, again, I'm, that's basically a nuclear option. But I, if, up, I'm sorry, I was gonna say up a creek without a jungle cruise. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but the, yeah, it's a bad, a bad choice of words. I know, but, I know. but they, you know, the it's, bad joke I made. Sorry, that's all right. It's not as bad as some of the ones in the movie. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, uh, it's no, but they're like I enjoyed them because they're my kind of bad. Yeah, they're, I'm gonna be watching that this week. Yeah, it's it's yeah. good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, there, I you know it's it's going to you know this is going to un un potentially you know unveil a lot of how these contracts work and and how mm -hmm. they need to work and what needs to be changed. And you'll see, y you watch the next time that that uh, that the Screen Actors Guild has has a a negotiation with the studios. I don't know how often they do theirs. Um, mm -hmm. I know the Writers Guild is like every three years i think and uh but i don't know what what the the actors guilds is this is going to be a big thing that's going to come up in these negotiations 
So for their next, yeah. you know, overall agreement, this is is going to be part of it, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, I completely agree with you, dude. But it, that's that'll be interesting to see going forward. Yeah. But, uh, but getting away from the the movie news, we 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 wandered to the world of TV with some unfortunate news but not entirely unexpected um uh doctor who showrunner i think he's the showrunner uh christian bali uh and jody whittaker are going to be leaving at the end of next year they're they're gonna have uh they and they're gonna go out on a trio of like one shot kind of specials uh sort of the same way that matt did uh with his um so at the end of at the end of 2022 they'll have to be a another new doctor and i'm 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 rooting for a person of color. I would love to see a person of color play the doctor. Um, I, I guess yeah. technically again, uh, we had we had the doctor who was a a black female earlier last season or the one before. Um, but it was you know it was just sort of a one off really interesting like hey wait I don't remember you who are you I'm the doctor, but when are you the doctor? But um, like I, you know, kids, he's keep mixing it up. I enjoy, I've, I've enjoyed Jody as the Doctor. You know, I have some issues with some of the stories that they've done and everything in terms of the lore. But her performance has been just absolutely spot on. Like it's been phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't seen much of it. Uh, uh, I gotta catch up at some point. Where can you stream the Doctor? H- Doctor. Uh, HBO Max, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Pretty sure. Checking that out. There's, I know they have a lot of like the the. Uh, I th- I think that they have a lot of the current stuff too. I don't know how far it goes up to, but I'm pretty sure, uh, it's up to current on HBO Max. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I cool. did. I ch- I just checked. They are. They do have. They are up to current on the at least the modern Who. They don't have the classic, but everything from Eccleston up till now they've got. So. Ah, uh, okay. So very awesome. Very, very, very cool. I'm gonna go back and check some of the, especially some of the last couple seasons, um, with mm-hmm. with Jody because she's been she really has been just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Because uh, it's it's also really different. Like, there's a whole like because they you know when they because they switched out showrunners too and everything. So it's there's a there's a different whole different vibe and a different aesthetic from mm. really from everything before. Uh, it really feels like a whole different kind of deal, um, and I really, I was really digging it. So, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah, but their 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 run comes to an end next year, so mm. be exciting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, go so so go ahead. T- explain to me. Amazon released the first official like photo from their lord of the rings series Um, oh they they taught they it's it came out with a september 2nd 2022 release date um and and tell me about it what am i looking at here um well it's hard to say um for we know i know well uh, i know for sure that they're the trees of valinor there this is set it's hard to say, really, because the trees of Valinor are old. Um, 
They are basically, I believe, in the Undying Lands, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be completely wrong about that. Uh, this is all first age and second age stuff. Okay. Um, so, like, for example, if you look at the picture, you look at uh, the city there. I believe she's an elf. That I'm not sure what character that could be. Um, the trees, though, the one there's there's one that's like lit up silver, one that's lit up gold, um, and the silver one looks like the one kind of like further away. Um, like for example, uh, that tree was essentially copied, and then uh, uh, its offspring essentially one of them is the one that you see with the tree of Gondor. Like, okay, it goes back to like thousands of years <laughs> uh to the first age or could be the second age um but i think this uh, i'm assuming this is probably a uh we're seeing um what do you call it this might be like the very first scene where they're doing an epilogue and they're explaining you know where we're at in time right. that's what i'm assuming this is doing um uh but yeah, the, the, this looks like. I mean, I know for sure we're gonna be. The, the, it takes place in the second age. The show, mo- for the most part. Um, uh, hold on, let me pull up a few things here. Um, hold, let me pull up the Twitter. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that they. I think they did confirm. Like they. They haven't. They didn't give like a setting or anything. But I'm pretty sure, like timeline wise, they did confirm it is during the second age. Yes. Yeah. And I think we're like I honestly think we're not going to be spending a lot of time in Middle Earth in this one. Um, Numenor is an island kind of like between um, uh, where uh, the, where you know where like at the end of Lord of the Rings, the, uh, the uh, Gandalf and want them go off to the Undying Lands. Think of that as like the west side of the world, and the east side of the world is Middle Earth. Numenor is right in the middle, and it's an island. That's where essentially uh, uh, Aragorn uh, and his kin are from. That's why you know they they live for so long and everything else. Um, uh, and I think I think this story is going to be the rise of Saruman. We are going to get this is, in in a sense, this is the prequels to, 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 to kind of like they did with um, with. Uh, uh, Star Wars. Uh, we're going to see the rise of Vader in this one, I think. Okay. Um, because that's where that's where this all started. That's where the rings, you know, um, that's where they gave him the rings and everything else to all the, to the men, the elves and whatnot, the, the humans, and all that kind of falls apart. Um, and you see the, the fall of everything. I think that's what they're going for. Um, and who knows? I, I'm sure we'll see a lot of Middle Earth in it, but I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of uh, Numenor. Actually, yeah, it, it's right there on their their banner. So, yeah, th- they're definitely going to be spending a lot of time there. Um, but, yeah, um, it's hard to say. I, I don't know what city we're exactly looking at here in the middle. Um, the Cimmerillion, I still have to get through, so... <laughs> Um, I, I just know the, the trees from a lot of videos that I've seen on YouTube and, and whatnot. And just, they mention them and whatnot a little bit, uh, in Lord of the Rings, but not like, uh, not like this, but, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I don't know the name of the city. I just know it's in Valinor. Um, trying to pull it up. I yeah, I'm not finding the name of that city. It could be, but these are definitely elves um, that we're looking at. I don't know who that is standing there in the field, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, um, probably gonna be uh oh hell uh probably gonna be Elrond. Well, no, I think it's a female. Is it? You sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's Gladriel. I mean, it could be Elrond. You're right. I mean, I don't know. It's such a... I had two thoughts when I saw this picture. I didn't recognize the trees until it was a way later. Yeah. And I was like, wait, is that a dragon there? Oh, no, shit, that's the trees. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a lot of CGI, which they have to do. I hope that they don't make the same mistakes as the Hobbit. I really hope that they go more practical, like, like the Lord of the Rings series. I'm afraid that they're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So the city is Lorien, Lorlin. Um, Oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. The, the, the trees are named Lorien and, um, and Telporian. It, there's, okay, so go read the Silmarillion or go on YouTube and look at all of the cool Lord of the Rings videos from the first and second <laughs> age. There's a lot. It, Tolkien loved his names. Obviously, he loved um, <laughs> naming everything. But, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm, I'm looking over this. I'm not, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. But, uh I don't know, dude. It looks cool. I can't fucking wait. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, they they picked the interesting date. They picked the day of um, uh, Tolkien's passing to release it. I, I mean, I, that had to have been planned, um, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, September 2nd, 2022. So we got about a year, definitely like exactly almost a year out. Yeah. Um, to see it. Uh, but I'm excited. I do you know how many episodes that they got? Uh no, I I don't. I don't know how many they they've made. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I know it cost them almost half a billion dollars to make. So Yeah. I'm wondering who we see in this that we know. I mean, if they are showing Valinor, we could easily see Gandalf. We could see them before they go to Middle Earth. But I don't know. I don't know. Probably It'll be interesting. Fail. Yeah. Um, obviously, some actors have passed on uh, since the movie. So I, I don't. I don't know who we'd see um, or what they'll do. Uh, I, I I have a feeling they're just going to focus on uh, the rise of uh, Saruman. Or, God, my brain just melted. Saron. <laughs> I'm looking over all these words. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> do we know? Um, obviously, Amazon's working on it, but um, is uh, who's the studio again that worked on the original one? In New Zealand? Uh, New Line. So it was Warner Brothers. Well, not New Line. Um, I'm talking about the um, 
that did the uh, the special effects. Oh man, I oh, there's a nut in the name. I think. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> there's a there were a number of different VFX houses that worked on that. Yeah. Um, Hold up. Uh, Weta Digital, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Weta, well, I mean, it's a thing like Weta does everything. Weta, yeah. Are, are they go, Are they working on this one? I don't know. I will find out when they first have uh, credits, I suppose. Um, yeah. I would I would imagine, uh, just because, like I said, like Weta is the, when you think about VFX, or talk about VFX, Weta is a name that everyone knows. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, but see, I don't. Hmm, I'm not seeing this show in in any upcoming work for them. That's what I'm curious about because that was like that was like half the magic, right? Of of those movies was the world that they created in New Zealand. I mean, Middle Earth is a character on its own, and I, they just did such a fantastic job, especially with those three movies. Um, with the mixture of CGI and uh, stop motion, you know, the, the the sets and stuff like that, the miniatures, they did such a good job with those things. I, I, I It doesn't look like they're working on the Amazon one. That's what I'm afraid of. That's my big thing I'm afraid of for the series is that it's going to rely too heavily on CGI for cost reasons. I don't know. Actually, now I'm looking at their the Twitter and it... <laughs> It's like they they know people are worried about that because it's one of the first things they or the one of the last things they've just shown is about eight pictures of them filming um, in New Zealand, but it's just cameras. Yeah. So it's they're not showing anything else. I don't know. So yeah. it looks like we'll get you know New Zealand and the world in there for Middle Earth, but oh man, those miniatures! I hope they have some of them. We'll, we'll see. I'm I'm not going to be, you know, I'm I'm of of all the things about this to be anxious about, that's that's not one of them for me. Oh really? But no, I I think they'll be fine. I think they understand. It, I mean, look, they they've spent almost half a billion dollars making this show. After they spent a quarter of a billion dollars just for the TV rights. They'll have spent well yeah. over a billion dollars on one season of a TV show by the time it airs. So they're right. they're not going to be stupid enough to do things wrong. Like that's you, a- no, you're right. From from what I understand is a lot of the I was listening to a podcast and a lot of this cost was for them to create everything. Yes. And apparently Amazon is going to there's a lot of upfront cost to create it yes. where they can continue to use it season after season yes, and just create the world. So yeah, I, you know, I, I hope for the best. <laughs> um, and you know, I, I, I can't wait to see what this looks like. Um, I think Amazon, they've really gone heavy on fantasy. We have wheel of time in a month or two, uh, in a couple months, right? It's November, I think, when Wheel of Time comes out. And it could be just as good as Lord of the Rings. That's that's what's crazy. Um, I don't think they obviously haven't put as much money into it. Um, but I don't know. I, I really – Amazon, 
they really knocked out of the park when they picked up both of these uh, franchises. Um, or I shouldn't say knocked out of the park, but it's really smart for them to do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they saw how popular Game of Thrones was. These can easily, we know Lord of the Rings can, obviously, uh, but I think Wheel of Time could be right up there with them. Um, I'm excited, dude. This looks cool. I can't wait to see more. I was not expecting those trees. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be some sort of epilogue that they're showing at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Pro- to probably prologue. Explain. Prologue is prologue. what you're looking for, yeah. Yeah, prologue. I'm so, my brain is fried this morning. <laughs> yeah. They'll probably explain Melkor and all that stuff and uh, the original Dark Lord. So I, I, I'm sure that's what we're looking at. Uh, but I can't wait to see more of this. And they got a year now to to work on the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, they'll take they'll they'll take their time and get it right. It's, yeah. You know they're not going to do something half-assed with this. I wonder if they'll do a day and date like theater, like hey, go see the first episode or three episodes. Nah, because the- that never works out. No. No, never works out. But it's Lord of the Rings. Doesn't matter. Not gets it's not it doesn't draw enough to justify it. It never does. Okay. Now, they may they may be all right eating that cost, but it's not, yeah. those things never make money. Well, maybe uh, Amazon will own AMC by then. Who knows? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I just think that would be neat to see something like that in the theater. Um, I ag- agreed. Oh no, I definitely agree. But yeah. Those like because they've done things they've done things like that before with other stuff oh, and yeah. it's it it never it never makes money that's why that's why you don't see it a lot you know remember when the hey remember when they did the inhumans in imax yeah that didn't right. work <laughs> well that had a million other problems besides the fact that it was an imax yeah but you're right you're right you're right man but yeah Nah, I don't know. Maybe as a as a you know like a fathom event style thing, I, they might try it, but I I doubt it. I highly highly doubt it. It would be interesting, but I yeah. I think the problem is that that would also kind of backfire on them in a sense of like people go see this in the movie theater and they walk out and they just go, man, how come we don't have any more movies? Yeah, you know, I I think there's I think there is that possibility. That's true. Now, from what I understand, Amazon just has the rights. They don't have the rights to the Third Age, right? No, they have they have the television rights. Um, Wait, yeah. So they bought, if if I remember correctly, all that they bought were the television rights, which is why it's it's a, a TV show. Um, I don't. But does that mean? So what does that mean? Can they go into the Third Age? I think. Let me let me see. What did they buy? These hang on. Give me a uh, the te- they what they bought was the television rights for the entirety of the Lord of the Rings franchise, and, okay, and right. everything so they, that it may entail. Okay, all right. Now I'm wondering, do can we are are actors from the movie? I don't know this. Are actors from the movie in this? No. Okay, so I'm wondering if would they recast? Since it's just the television rights, kind of like how, uh, possibly that yeah, too... I oh that that gets a little tricky because New Line is also involved in this, 
Oh, uh, they are. They are. They are a partner in this. Um, so is Harper Collins. So is the Tolkien Estate and Trust. Like there's, you know, there's. Oh, this is it's, in terms of licensing agreements. This is a, a, a this is a this is a knotted ball of yarn, but I I don't. This is I, one of those you want to own. Um, at some point in time physically uh, because at some point in time the rights will <laughs> default and you'll lose the digital yes distribution so yeah yes absolutely um, which won't be possible because they won't put this out on on blu-ray you don't but, think so nope not a chance wait why not for exactly that reason it gives something like that would give Amazon uh, leverage if they would say no no this is the only place where you can find this you know and this makes you know let's let's go ahead and assume this is going to be a colossal success because it probably is um that's something that gives them leverage at the negotiating table mm. the fact that on amazon prime it, streaming is the only place you can find this content which you know again forecasting into the future a bit you know helped uh, revitalize this franchise again and create renewed interest, et cetera, et cetera, and so on and so on. That gives them that gives them that negotiating leverage, you know, when I, when I the time comes. I, I don't know. I mean, they sell their other series on Blu-ray. Yeah, but that's their own series that they own, or at least, well, or, or at like least the Expanse, on... for example. Expanse is on Blu-ray, and that's a book series. Yeah, but who who like where else was that going to go? Remember, they rescued that series that show no no i know i'm, I'm just saying like every season is on blu-ray yeah, i that's I, I have to imagine they go we could make extra money selling this physically and it will cost us pennies nah but they nah because then you can go off somewhere else and say oh i can find this you know i can find the show on blu-ray i don't need amazon for this yeah but you're like, paying amazon you're nah, literally but... going to their website first of all to buy it not necessarily <laughs> I, even if you're not, Amazon still makes money from that because it still goes to their pockets if you're buying it at Best Buy. Uh, yeah, but it, the, 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 you've got to think of this from a corporate standpoint. Like, yes, they still make money, but they lose the leverage of the only place you can find the stuff is on Amazon. So if the rights somehow dis if, if they, the rights somehow disappear and they're no longer able for some reason, now just because they would lose the rights to to develop and produce future Lord of the Rings projects doesn't mean that this would go away. But that is a threat that Amazon could hold over, you know, and say, well, you know, if we don't have the rights to this, then we're, we're not going to keep we're not going to keep this on here because we're not going to be using this as a way for another company that mm. we didn't like doing business with to be making money off of something that we spent so much time and money developing. You know, if we're not going to have the same kind of piece of it. You okay. Know, like, you, you know, you know, it would be fun. A fun little bet, a friendly bet. Okay. If a year after the series comes out, 2023 or whatever. Okay. There's not, there's not a Blu-ray. I will buy you a season of whatever you want on Blu-ray, HD, whatever you want. All right. And if... It is out on Blu-ray. You buy me the first season of Lord of the Rings TV show. Done. Okay, deal. All right, there we go. Yeah, I, I really, I really think they have nothing to lose. But you, you have, you have a point. I get what you're saying. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I'll. I will say I won't be surprised if they do, because yeah. I, because I see things from I see your point of view, and this is a way for them to make more money. And God knows mm -hmm. Amazon is not going to shy away from that. 
Yeah, no. I I just think that the the idea of the rarity of it on on digital gives them a little more negotiating leverage, especially when it comes to a franchise this big that everybody would want. That's Every, true. Everybody on the planet would want to be involved in this. I think you, yeah. I think you grab every piece of leverage you can find. Excuse me, that you yeah. can find. What I don't understand about Amazon, they're such a big company. They have so much money. They own so much shit, especially franchises and stuff. I wish at the end of a show that they own, there was a link to buy or an ad to purchase the comic, the book, the audio book. Like, they don't do synergy well whatsoever. They're starting to. Oh, they are? There is a – when they have – because I've been watching stuff on IMDb TV, which is through Amazon, and they, and it's – IMDb TV is free with ads. The ads that come up, if it is for – you know, if it's for like progressive auto insurance or whatever, you know, that's just an ad – but if it is for a product, in the top left corner of that ad is a is a you know here's the thumbnail of where to click to buy it on Amazon. Okay, so maybe my problem is I have Amazon Prime and that's what I primarily watch it through. And because the perk is you don't get ads, right. they just don't have anything. Okay, I think that's. I w- but I I agree with that. I would I I think that that something like that does make sense. Like put it you yeah. know put it in the. Put it in the credits at the end or anything, exactly. you know. Yeah, I I absolutely agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, like or even at the beginning, like, hey, a reminder: this is a book series. Right over there, you can go purchase a book. Same with the audio book, but enjoy the show, and then you know, go yeah. go 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 at it. So I yeah, some reminder or do it at so the, that... at the end of a a season finale or something, yes. you know. And but I, yeah. I I agree with you. I think that's a good idea. I do. Yeah, that that way the creators of the original art can like get some of the money for it. So, um, well, I, well, I'm sure they're getting it from the show and whatnot. And, uh, I'm sure the Tolkien estate is, oof, they got a pretty penny for this. Um, wait, so by purchasing, maybe you don't know this, but who did the, who did all this money go to? Did it go to the Tolkien estate? I, I imagine it was a mixture of the estate and new line depending on on how that all went down let me see if i can find um all that i know for sure is that amazon bought the rights for a quarter of a billion dollars right that's that's what i've got um i don't know it's like generational wealth like you are (laughs) right (laughs) tokens are going to be eating pretty good for a long long time i i i would have to i would have to really look and find uh exactly how that broke down but i i would imagine it was mostly to the estate and then uh and then some of it probably had to go to new line um Mm -hmm. but i i i really need to see because they're because they were like netflix was up there with that too yeah like they like i remember that was a whole big thing um Okay, here we go. Uh, for a $250 million rights deal with the Tolkien estate, publisher HarperCollins, and New Line Cinema. So mm. everybody got a piece of that. Okay. Gotcha. And it's, God, it's, with all three of those companies being involved between the Tolkien, it's, I mean, it's the Tolkien estate, which is obviously where the rights begin. The publisher, which has rights of its own when it comes to distribution and transformative material. 
uh, and derivative material. And New Line, which obviously has other sorts of rights. God, that paperwork must have been a nightmare on an unfathomable scale. Oh, yeah. That's got to be something like that's a doc. That's a uh, that's a that's a course. Man, that's yeah. got to be its own law school course. It's like untangling the Lord of the Rings rights. Right. Yeah. That's got to be hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but, yeah, we shall see. We shall. We shall see. I'm excited. I got some early on an audiobook. I tried reading it. It, It's dense. It's, it's super yeah, it dense. Is. It's yeah. because it's... It's 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 written very much like old time religious mm-hmm. stuff would be written because it is like this is yeah. a this is something in in the same vein of like the prose edda or something like that where you're yeah. reading about you know the the folklore and the creation and the theology and 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 it's just yeah it is it's it's dense as hell. Yep. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe an audiobook is a better way to go about it. So that's what I'm going to do. A lot of the stuff that I've gotten over the years is just, you know, checking out channels like Indie, In Deep Geek and stuff like that, uh, which I highly recommend. He, he does like shorter videos, sometimes longer ones, um, where he goes just super deep into the lore of not just Lord of the Rings, but other things like uh, A Song of Ice and Fire and, uh, I picked up a lot of stuff because, um, I mean, the, 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 the time period of Lord of the Rings is so minuscule compared to everything else that happens in the, in, in the lore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's you know, yeah. it's basically like looking at the Civil War in terms of world history. Like, yes, exactly. It's, you nailed it. It's, it's a, it is one tiny piece. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, it's... Uh, yeah, it's 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 gonna be good. I can't fucking wait, dude. I and that's the thing, I can't stress enough. If you are like, damn, this is like a year out. For the love of God, watch a Wheel of Time in a couple of months. It will give you that itch. Uh, it, I, I, I think it will. Uh, the books definitely do. Like one hundred percent, you can tell it's like totally Tolkien inspired. But it does its own thing, and it, it eventually really ventures off from it. But um, it is in the same spirit. I can't wait for that. So yeah, if you're like, you're like, oh god, we got these pictures. I can't wait. It's a year out. Oh my god, you know what, what are we gonna do? Watch uh, Wheel of Time or pick up the books. You know they're they're pretty good too. So yeah, yeah. but I can't wait, man. Um, and I'm looking at the cast. There's so many names I just don't know, and I like that. Oh, no, I love it. Like, I look at these, yeah. and I'm like, I have no idea who any of these people are. That's awesome. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I love being introduced to to brand-new talent, and especially Absolutely. in a big way like this where they're, where ensembles are part of the DNA of this entire franchise. Yes. Like, that's I'm, – I'm in. Bring it on. Yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess a lot of people. I was, you know, we were young when Lord of the Rings came out. There was a lot of faces in there I'd never seen before. Uh, of course, some of those actors are legends, right? And they were legends before Lord of the Rings. Uh, but, but there was a lot of them that I just didn't know. And now, of course, all of them have gone off to do their own giant careers. So uh, that's what's that's what's really exciting about this is you, all fresh, from what I can tell, fresh faces. 
Uh, and yeah, dude, I, I can't wait for this. Okay, so it says eight episodes for a lot of the actors, so I'm thinking maybe there's eight episodes. Yeah, they've – they've. The first it, it looks like because they have uh, directors confirmed for eight episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's – if it's just – and and again, you know, that's, that's eight hours and change maybe, you know, assuming every episode is, is around an hour. Yeah, maybe your maybe your premiere and and finale run you know an hour and a half. Yeah, but you know for ten hours of TV, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean hell, the oh, entire yeah. the entire film trilogy was uh, was about that long, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, not even including the extended editions. Right. Um, and yeah, now that the world is built, now that the sets are built, now that the costumes are made. Uh, they'll be able to uh, hopefully pump this out every year. Yeah, um, no, I think because uh, I think they've said they they're looking at it as a five season show. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's a good time period. Hey, set a end goal. What you want to happen on the show? Know where the show is going to end, and you know have some good writers in there, kind of making your way to that. So that's that's a good goal to have. Yeah, five is a very thick solid uh amount of uh like shows for a season right a... five seasons for a show is decent especially something like this you know and this where you it's... can have spinoffs war of the rings middle earth you could tell so many stories oh god yes and i mean yeah, this you... is a completely new one so i mean they're yeah. not even touching any kind of established character or anything like i'm curious if they ever go beyond the books if they ever go beyond there's not much I, I can't imagine it would be too exciting after the Lord of the Rings because the kind of the world kind of gets more just humans and stuff like that. Um, but I'm curious if they would ever, you know, because this is going to they're going to be making stuff up in this. There's going to be stuff that's just completely made up. Oh, sure. Um, and uh, there's going to be people obviously upset about that. But whatever. We We have the books. We have. You know everything from the you know creator of it and his uh, children. So we always have that to fall back on. You know, uh, I, I I'm 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 curious where they take this and if there are spinoffs, what they would do. I just hope it's not like Golem the movie or Golem the TV show or you know what I mean. Like I I want it more. Now he got a video game. That's yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, wait, what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> um. I want him to be kind of grand with the scope. Um, or if it's small, do like a little Hobbit show, you know, something like that. Like a, a day in the life of a Hobbit. I would totally <laughs> watch that. <laughs> just, but, just so long as they're not a Sackville Baggins, I'm okay with that. Yes, yes. I just, man, I'm just, I'm a, I, I really hope that they look at the Hobbit. And I always think of that scene with Legolas jumping from brick to brick of ice falling. Yeah. I don't want that. I hope that they looked at that and that response and went, yeah, we're not doing that. We're going to go a little bit. We're going to reel it in a little bit. We're going to have more character moments. Uh, we're going to have more world building a little bit softer. I, I hope it's not like that. I, you know, they really could have something special, especially if it's the rise of Saruman and the audience knows it. And we see him manipulating and and just 
making his way in the world. That would be so fucking interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Now, are you, t- are you talking about Saruman or Sauron? Sauron, sorry. There we go. I, today, okay. All right, that's like the 18th mistake I made. I'm so sorry. I just, given given everything, I wanted to make sure who we were talking well, about here. Yeah, that's the thing. He's, you know, of course, he's unfortunately passed away. Um, I don't, How are they going to do that? I'm fine. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming we don't see any of those characters. I doubt, I don't think, I don't think we see any I, I yeah. think we see very, very few film characters. They've confirmed somebody cast for Galadriel, but again, this is this is thousands of years before Lord of the Rings. So right. they, you know, the idea of recasting is not, you know, some giant oh, heresy yeah. in this respect. It's well, not yeah, like no, oh, it's no. it's it's set ten years before, and but they look completely different. No, this is millennia before any of this. They're gonna look a little different. <laughs> Right, right, right. Absolutely. It'll be whew, the only one that I would be like, I can't see any different is Gandalf. Yeah, that's fair. That's the only one <laughs> where I'm like, fair. I don't know, a younger, you know, um, and just because <laughs> the phrase young Gandalf doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. We're going to see a young hip Gandalf with suspenders. Little... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't I don't see that happening. And, uh, you know, they've, they've worked magic what in X-Men with Ian, right? Um, but he's getting up there. I don't see how they would make him uh, – I don't know. I, I, I'd i love it just as a – like an, I don't know, like an Easter egg or maybe a voiceover or something like that. See, that would be really cool if yeah. it was Gandalf doing the voiceover. That um, I would be down for. Like I'm okay with that. I yeah. would love like a quick little April Fool's prank. Of yes. like of like a spinoff of like young Gandalf, but it's just that like there's no CGI, no nothing. All they did was just they put they put Sir Ian McKellen in like younger wizard's robes with a lollipop and a little propeller beanie or no, something. Like no, I would... no, a vape instead of a pipe. Oh my god, yes. A vape. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would oh that would be hysterical. That yeah, would be a vaping ad- Gandalf warning of capitalism. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, would. Oh my God, that would be fantastic. It would. There's. There you go. There's your. There's your. There's your promo next year. Amazon mm-hmm. is a quick. Just a quick little minute and a half April Fool's joke. It would, oh God, that would be hilarious. Oh yeah, that would Absolutely. just be fantastic. And I, knowing, you know, given his track record with everything, I think if it was, if it was funny enough, he'd do it. He'd absolutely do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Ian McKellen is really good with that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. 100%. I I look for any podcast that he's been on or YouTube, whatever, because his interviews are always good. Oh, yeah. Always so good. He's He's always good. Yeah, he's always got the best advice, and of course, he's just lived through so much. Yeah, he uh, has so much history there, and so especially him and um, Sir Patrick Stewart when they get in, uh, when they get together and talk. So yeah, yeah, man. See, that would be you ever you ever see those big ass statues in a comic book store or something like that, and you're like, there's no way I would ever spend that much money on something. That's the one thing 
It used to be Warcraft. We won't talk about that. Uh, there used to be some Warcraft statues I'd want, but I would love a Gandalf one. That's fair. Like that. That was Ian McCallum because it's just. I don't think there's ever been a more perfect uh, casted. I don't know what you would say a perfect character that's been casted. Maybe Captain America, um, but he kills that role as Gandalf. Well, and I, that, the the counter point to that is his counterpoint which is patrick yeah. stewart as as professor x oh that's true i mean that's you know it was it was yeah i love the story of when they first when they had that first meeting with mm-hmm. with sir patrick stewart about that all they did was set down an x-men comic in front of him and his response was what am i doing on the cover of a comic book right and immediately they just went see we told you like yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, you know you're absolutely right. Now, can you imagine? Because from what I understand, Christopher Lee was going; to, he wanted to be Gandalf. Yeah, boy, that would have been to, so different. Yeah, how different would that have been? Yeah, he really wanted it because, of course, you, you know he he was obsessed with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, how different would that be? I, it it still would have been dry though. Like yeah. he like it. I I don't. Oh, it would have been it would have been very different, but so much of it would still have been the same. Yeah, because there was Christopher Lee has done has done some comedy before, and it is very it is very dry, and it's yeah. very it's there would have been slightly less warmth, I think, but not like I don't mean he would have been a cold, heartless person, but I think there was there was just a little bit of extra something that that Sir Ian brought to it. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's I, oh, that would be an interest. That would be interesting, though. Yeah, that really would be. Yeah, what if? Maybe Amazon will do a what if series. Oh God! <laughs> no, no, no! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I'd love a Gandalf statue. Yeah, I yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yep. Um, but uh, talking about about spinoffs and other series and everything, um, did you see the first uh, promotional photography from Hawkeye? Yeah, was it looks released. cool. Yeah, when they they went full in on like, oh, by the way, that's Kate Bishop. Like they're, yeah. they're not oh, hiding yeah. the damn thing. No, uh, no, not at all. And they announced the premiere date of November twenty fourth. Yeah. So just was that just after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, or week after, or something? Because that's always around Thanksgiving's always around that time. When is Thanksgiving this year? So that I know exactly when to start really, really hating uh, what uh, what everything's like at the theater. Because it's oh Thursday, November twenty fifth. Excellent. This this comes out <laughs> the day. Oh, that's right. Because the Marvel series are going to be on Wednesdays now. That's right. yeah. So cool. This is the day before Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. now uh, so well i I don't want to ruin i don't okay i'll say this i don't want to ruin um after credit scene for a certain movie but that's going to be in this correct i imagine i feel like i feel like that set up this yes yeah okay interesting yeah if 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 you know you know if you don't know you'll find out but yeah, no, I, stuff, I, I, I absolutely feel like that was deliberately to set this up. No question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that'll be interesting. But, yeah. Yeah. And people who haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier were very confused. 
because there yeah. there were a lot of them. I heard a ton of who was that? Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And this here's the thing that Disney didn't expect. This is going to be a problem because not everybody who was watching the movies is interested in the shows. There are yeah, there are plenty of people I know who are who are yeah, yeah we enjoy we, we like the movies we go watch the movies oh you go watch the TV shows too because they're all kind of connected eh, I don't really want to watch the TV shows right I feel like there's a layer because there used to be the layer of people like us that read the comics and like people came to us well yo who is this well this is crazy what is this guy it's interesting yeah oh, and now there's like another layer of. Uh, the there's a comics, then there's a TV show, and then there's the movies that everyone else sees. Yep. Uh, and so it's gonna be layers of asking, wait, who is this guy? Oh, he was on the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so that's yep. So the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. Cool. Fine. Thanks a lot. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but uh, that hey, was... do you know when the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special is? That's not this year, is it? I don't think so. I don't think they've. I don't think they've actually made that yet. Okay, yeah. That I imagine will be next year. I th- I think because I mean James has been a little busy this year. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I was reading that he wants people to see that before they see Guardians three. Yeah. Um. So uh, holiday special. It's scheduled for next year. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. slated for 2022. That'll be interesting, and we're gonna see some of them in Thor. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, it's it's after it's after Love and Thunder, but before Guardians three. Oh yeah, you guys expecting a lot of people this weekend for that? For yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It all it, it it all starts tomorrow. Yeah. They they moved my schedule around a little bit so that I could be there tomorrow for the premiere. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's we're we're yeah we're gonna get hit. We're gonna get hit really hard, especially since the reviews are all good. Like so we're good. Yeah, yeah we're we're gonna get we're gonna get creamed. Like it's not gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. But this this will be largely the last big. This this is the, the, every year. There's always which one's the last big summer blockbuster, and this is this is that one. Um, yeah, I know it's not the last big movie to come out. I mean, you know, we've got, but I mean, there's nothing there's nothing big between now and Shang Chi in September. Yeah, I mean, you know, next week we have what Free Guy is the biggest budget movie. Like that's that's not gonna do gangbusters. Sorry, it it looks yeah. fun. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna blow up. Um, the week after that, though, shit, I tried so hard to forget about this. We are gonna get hit because the Paw Patrol movie comes out. Yeah, we we are gonna get wrecked for that um, because kids and I hate kids and I can't stand kids. <laughs> but oh, they're awful and the parents are awful too. Um, yep, we don't have to clean up after our kids. Mess, let them do what they want. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> ah, but so yeah, so we'll get hit for that. But I don't think, like, I mean, uh, you know, Candyman's not going to blow up huge. The Protege is not going to be gigantic. You know, yeah. Shang, I, I am going to be really interested to see to see how Shang Chi does. Yeah, because that's that's going to be an interesting. Like, well, it's you know, it's actiony, and so people show up, and yeah, it looks like a Marvel movie. It feels like a Marvel movie, so we'll get people to show out for that. Um, yeah, but I, 
when when we get to the Eternals, I really want to see how well that does. I yeah. that's one I'm going to be really interested about. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll we'll burn those bridges when we get to them. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, okay. this yeah, this this weekend is is going to be hell. Like it's gonna, yeah. it's going to be bad. Yeah. But we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Hell yeah, dude. But uh, we got to, it's the, it's the first week of the month, and that means all of the free games have been announced. Yep. Um, we got the Games with Gold. The the two for August are Darksiders 3, which is available all month, and Ukulele, which is the not Banjo-Kazooie game, but it is Banjo-Kazooie mm. done by the people who did Banjo-Kazooie at a different studio. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, is the... Um, middle of the month to the middle of the month game from August 16th to September 15th. Um, and the two backwards compatible games um, from the 1st to the 15th, it's Lost Planet 3. And from the 15th to the 31st is uh, Garu Mark of the Wolves, which I honestly have never heard of before. Yeah, no. But definitely going to pick that up in a couple of weeks. Um, the PS Plus games this week... Hunter's Arena Legends. Okay, fine. Um, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. I forgot how many mm. Plants vs. Zombies games they made. Mm. Uh, they're decent enough. Like, they're not great, but they're, it's free. Yeah. I'll play it. What the hell? Uh, okay. And the, and the eternally popular Tennis World Tour 2. <laughs> <laughs> they needed a third one. They got a third one. And you know what? They could do worse, honestly. Yeah. Um, That's true. The additions to PlayStation Now for August uh, included uh, Near Automata, Ghost Runner, and Undertale coming to P- PlayStation Now. Um, which, I mean, that's that's all well and good, but they're not... PlayStation Now is a shadow of what Game Pass is. Right. And it's it's never going to catch up unless they decide to go really big with it. Um, very true. Um, I mean, Undertale, fantastic game, very old. Uh, Near, fantastic game, very old. Well, I shouldn't say very old. These are old games. They came out years ago, right? Um, yeah. Automata's been out for, for what, three, four years now? Three, four years, yeah. And fantastic games. You should, especially if you play Final Fantasy, 100% play that game. Um, but you're right. I mean, like, for example, Xbox just got The Ascent, you know, which everyone's playing right now, which is like a shooter top-down, whatever. It's really fun. Um, they're just getting new stuff. They're, uh, when the Dark um, Dark Alliance the Dungeons & Dragons game came out, it came out day and date with with uh, Game Pass. Yeah. Like, there's just so many games on there. Hades is coming out on it. Yeah, um, that's, that's one of the big ones this month. It comes out the 13th on Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, Flight Simulator just came out on it. Like, there's these giant new newer games uh that are on it uh i don't know it yeah it, they need a they need to catch up pretty fast um yeah they're not they're not quite doing enough though no nope. not quite doing enough definitely not but you know they'll either they'll get there or they won't and i kind of think they won't um yeah. the the playstation plus games offerings the freebies they usually tend to be better 
than the yeah. games with gold, but that's that's not a tremendously high bar to clear, and also it's no. not a guarantee either. Uh, sometimes right. games sometimes games with gold knocks it out of the park, no doubt. Right. Um, but I think that that uh, that plus has plus tends to have better monthly free games, largely though because all the stuff you want to play on Xbox is on Game Pass. Yes. That's that's why, and it's because Game Pass is Game Pass is just better. It just is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it it be like that sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I'm gonna be. Oh, I don't even know if I can talk about it. Well, I'll tell you after the, uh, okay. the podcast. I'm gonna be playing an upcoming. I could probably say that an upcoming shooter. Um, tomorrow, I believe, actually is a day. Uh, nice. Very cool. So that should be fun. But yeah. But yeah, I wanted to. I I wish I could have gotten into the Rocksmith Plus beta. Like I'm. I am. Oh yeah. I am mad hyped for that. Like as soon yeah. as it's like, hey, this service is live. Done. Sign me up. Yes. Like, no doubt. Um, oh, yeah. Which will probably have a couple songs on there, but not the point. But... The, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to have to just just, just, just you cut me off and start doing the thing, because otherwise I'm going to keep making bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're good, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Beaters are fun. Um, contemplating what I should do about my uh, Diablo 2. Uh, resurrection uh we have well, we didn't talk about the blizzard news did we uh what so where where are they at currently last i saw was what blizzard had hired some new legal team or something and the employees revolted again because they they weren't listening to what was going on yeah um hold on let me pull that up uh the uh what the uh who was it somebody from hr is gone right like the was it they it was their head of hr wasn't it so their head of hr stepped out well the head of hr stepped down uh they feel blizzard was not doing a good enough job um uh yeah that's uh, let me pull this up um so yeah uh, activision blizzard hires a union busting firm as workers start to come together uh article on kotaku um yeah, uh, and th- there's some also some real shady stuff too because apparently this the company that they used also to come in and uh, look over their business practices is a company that also represents them. So there's so many things they're doing. There's is they'll come out and say something, and then behind the scenes it's like, oh no, that's just more shitty behavior. Um, uh, there was only a shred of good news uh, to come from some of this, but. Um, yeah, essentially, Bobby Kotick hired the same company that broke up uh, a lot of the Amazon um, union busting uh, stuff. So, you know, it it's one of those, of course, he's going to do that. Um, but it's it, it sucks. Uh, these people need to stand together. They need to unionize, not just Blizzard, Riot, all of these game companies that, you know, uh, Ubisoft, um, they're they're all having relatively the same issues. Blizzard's just like, it's all out there right now because of, of course, California is suing them. Um, so they seem to have a giant issue with it, but, um, yeah, the, the union, uh, they've hired them to, to, to come in and, uh, 
we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, didn't and didn't he did, like aside from being sued by the state of California, didn't the investors also sue them now? Yep, investors are now suing them uh, because they're basically like, hey, you guys knew about this and didn't do anything, um, and it's the evidence is there because they let Alex go last year, and they didn't take him out of the game until just now. Yeah. So they knew what was happening behind the scenes. And apparently there's just mountains of evidence that they've talked to him. You know, they came out, Jay Allen Brack, who's now stepped down as president of Blizzard, has, you know, it's been said that he had to talk to Alex about his behavior. Um, They've known about it. And the fact that they, he quietly was allowed to retire last year, and nothing was changed in the game because they didn't want people, of course, to start going, wait a second. He leaves. You remove all his stuff from the game. What happened? Yeah. What's going on behind the scenes? They didn't want people to start talking about it. So there's just so much evidence that Blizzard knew what was going on. And they didn't do anything about it. And they didn't say anything. Uh, and they let people just keep playing the game and you know so on and so forth. There's tons of issues behind this. So Jay Allen Brack uh, was the president of Blizzard for, I think, three years. But he's been with them since, like, 2005. He came on as the producer of World of Warcraft. And then I believe he, like, led World of Warcraft for years. And then, of course, when Mike Morheim stepped down, he named Jay Allen Brack as uh, his replacement. So it's one of those, he's definitely a part of the problem. Uh, So he had to go. He's also the fall man. I think they're making, they're sacrificing him. I think Blizzard is going, hey, look, see what we did? We got rid of the guy. Yeah. We're good now? Okay. I think that's what they're doing. <laughs> um, there's a lot of reasons he should have been let go. Personally, I think, before all this stuff uh, was mentioned, Blizzard, if you don't know, listeners, I'm sure a lot of you do, but Blizzard was the Nintendo for PC gaming, right? Um, As Nintendo is to consoles. It's just what everyone grew up on. Blizzard's game was the example of, here's how you make a PC game that lasts generations. And it totally does. Look, we're getting a brand new Diablo. They've already remastered um, StarCraft. One of the biggest fumbles Blizzard has was Warcraft Reforged. And a lot of stuff has now come... One of the reasons this will never go to court, I don't think... I think Blizzard will sell out, settle out of court is because of all the things they're discovering. I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but all of the things they've discovered in the last week is nothing compared to when California gets a hold of the books, when they just go completely deep into this, which it seems like they've already done investigating. They're investigating. But once this goes to court, then everything is open, right? Yeah. Blizzard doesn't want that, especially with all of the stuff that have come out over the last week or week or two. Um, Sorry, back to Jayon Brack. Um, he was the guy that said, you know, if, have you seen the video of the woman who um, asked, hey, can we get female characters? You guys are introducing a lot of female characters, which is great. Can we get some that are not stepping out of Victoria's Secret model? Because one of the new bad guys during that time frame, um, she was just wearing basically nothing. And he was one of the ones that was joking around what you know? What what uh, what catalog do you want him to come out of? Oh yeah, like he was yeah, fist pumping that. the air, totally inappropriate. 
and I get it. It's from a, it's from years ago, but it doesn't matter. It just shows that this has just been years of that kind of behavior, especially when he gets out and says he's against that kind of behavior when of course he wasn't. Um, not just, of course, all of this stuff is terrible uh, That's that he's done regarding these women. But he should have been out long before that as well because he, if you look at Blizzard, the last, so what, 2018 is when he took over. Look how they fumbled Blitzchung and China. Look what the Diablo Immortal. That's all him. That, that's, his, that's, that's Blizzard. Um, Warcraft Re, Reforged complete fuck up and what's what's so messed up is they sold that game with with pictures and videos that never made the game yeah they promised a million things that never delivered blizzard has not been in a good place pretty much since he took over and a little bit before that and there's it's no wonder that behind the scenes these people are are being chased around desks and they're being sexually harassed and all of the terrible, vile shit that we've read, this should have been taken care of a long time ago. And so this is this is a step in the right direction, but I feel it's performative. I feel Blizzard is just doing it as a, here's our fall guy. Hey, look, we got rid of the Blizzard guy. Now it's more Activision taking over, or I should say more non-Blizzard people taking over. And I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I think... On one side, yes, the the Blizzard of old, it's gone. Um, the 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 problem now is we need people in there, and this is where I think they did something good. Is uh, well, there's two reasons. It's kind of okay. So they put two people in charge. So they're going to co-lead Blizzard, Jen O'Neill and Mike uh, Yubera. Um, Jen comes from uh, was it Visceral Studios or Visceral Games? They were the studio that did Tony Hawk remaster. They did the new Diablo remaster. Um, they did the Crash Bandicoot remaster. Maybe I'm getting the, the name wrong. Are you able to? Oh, I'm sorry. Vicarious Studios. I'm so sorry. Vicar Vicarious yeah, that was Visions. It. Vicarious Visions. I'm so sorry. Um, she She actually got her start at Activision as a QA tester. She worked her way up, went to school. Uh, became a came back, became a producer, went on to Lucas Arts, and made her way around the industry, and then became, I believe, like the first woman to head a studio, of of, um, what's it? I just the name I just went past it. What was it? The Vicarious uh, Vicarious Visions, yeah. Um, so she has worked her way up. She knows, she knows what it's like to be at the bottom of the company and at the top. And so she just came in earlier this year when, when Blizzard, of course, purchased them. She, her, it was her studio who's doing this new Diablo game, which everything that we're seeing looks fantastic. It looks like the opposite of Warcraft Reforged. Um, so she is definitely qualified. And her studio took beloved franchises and treated them with care and treated them with love and put out a good product because I don't know anyone complaining about any of those three games I've mentioned. Um, so I have full faith in her. 
Um, the other one, um, Mike, he's from Microsoft. He's been there 20 years. So there's a ton of, ton of, uh, of experience. He's been there the last couple of years as vice president of Blizzard. He is completely obsessed with Blizzard games. Diablo, he has done a ton of Blizzard. Um, he's done a ton of Warcraft raids. Like up, to, like a few days ago, he tweeted that he did all Mythic Plus and he's done the Mythic, Mythic raid. Like he is, that's what you want in charge of a company. Someone who is in love with the product and I think it's a good thing that these two people are not old Blizzard. They right. are not. They've not been there with all of this harassment and all of this shenanigans. These are younger people, and I think this is exactly what they need leadership-wise for a team. For example, Mike was out there when they when they did the walkout, so he was there with them. He was there side by side with these people. And that's what you want in the leader, you want, in leadership. You want them to be there. So that's the only bit of good news that I saw from this. I, of course, think this is, um, oh, who's uh, Bobby Codex? This is his, he's basically Palpatine at this point. He's just slowly taking over Blizzard, even though, you know, Activision Blizzard merged. He, that's why I think he put two people in charge because he's really the president of it at this point. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I like who they chose. I think that's a good step. It's a step of many that needs to happen, uh, for the people and the workers there. Um, Bobby Kotick still hasn't addressed any of the things the workers have wanted, but I, this is a step in the good direction. It had to happen. Jalen Brack had to go. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know the man, but turning a blind eye for so long, you become part of the problem, um, even if you're that high up. So I don't know. It's, it sucks to see. You know, I don't know. Not sure what else to say about it. Um, yeah. It's 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 real weird because, you know, Blizzard games. I own. I think I own every Blizzard game. Uh, it's. There's a lot of Activision games that me and my brother still play. I feel guilty about it, but I don't know. I'm not going to let these people take my enjoyment uh, playing with my brother and stuff, uh, especially in Call of Duty, away because of these, you know, weird, perverted old men at the company. Um, but it still makes me feel weird, right? It still, it still sucks knowing <clears throat> what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. But yeah, that that's basically the news. I'm sure this is going to keep unfolding. Uh, they just had their, um, what do you call it? Their uh, In, investors call, right? It was what quarter, call. their quarter two investors call, I think, was, was oh, yeah. recently. And as much as they say, you know, World of Warcraft is making more money than ever now, it lost three million people when they put out Burning Crusade. Yeah, that is not a good thing. Oh, it's not. That is it. You should be doing some sort of game there, and they lost people. So. Their biggest streamer on Twitch bounced to their biggest competitor, and it caused yeah. such a surge from WoW to 14 that 14 that you suddenly couldn't. They, they ran out of spots in 14. Like yeah, it, I would th just continue to process the fact that an MMO was full. Oh yeah, I if, <laughs> yeah absolutely. And if it, listeners, if you're go look at the Asmund Gold video of him entering Heaven's Ward, and the amount of love that this community is giving him 
uh, and welcoming him to the game is just, I've never seen anything like this. And bet your ass these developers, I, he actually, someone put on his Reddit, um, some Japanese developers, uh, commented on his videos like thank you for showing our game like thank you for showing the world this stuff so it's 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 kind of crazy because never has the audience had so much sway uh in a the way a studio can pivot and what they do and like you said when you get their biggest content creator jump ship to go hey I've done this for years and it's just not getting better. You're not listening to anybody like you're, they're giving you free. Um, what do you call it? Uh, advertising not, publicity, not all of that, but, um, not counseling, but like, um, feedback, support. feedback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're getting some of the best feedback you could possibly get. Even if you don't like how it's delivered Asmund gold, he can be rough. But he's honest when it comes to that kind of stuff. If it's dog shit, he's going to call it dog shit. And if it's fun, you see it. You see how much fun he's having, uh, especially right now in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, oh, I got married in it last week. I forgot. <laughs> I said that. We had a wedding and our FC showed up. It was great. Like, there's so many fun things to do in Final Fantasy Final Fantasy outside of actually playing the game like outside of doing raids and stuff like that right it's so community driven and warcraft has gone so far away from that and blizzard used to be the community driven company it has blizzcon for christ's sakes and they're at a point now where they don't give a shit about the community they don't give a shit about their employees it's so out there and obvious to everybody and it sucks um, but thankfully there are, you know, there's people like Yoshi P who just loves what he does and ha puts a lot of care into the game. They trust that guy that is a good leader. Hopefully nothing terrible comes out <laughs> from him years down the road. But from what we can tell, they truly respect their player base. They truly respect the people working there. Um, and and I, I couldn't be more happy right now playing something like that because uh, there is alternatives, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I, I don't want to keep going. No, no, you're, you're, you're fine. I'll, I'll, I always remember that, like, when, when Asmongold first jumped to 14 and there were, you know, there were the, the expected sort of cadre of players who were being a, a jackass to him and everything. But yeah. my favorite thing was the, the, the devs came in and just went, all right, you guys are, you guys are banned. Yeah, like just came in and dropped the hammer on him, and it was one of those things where, you know, you know, decades long WoW fans looked at that and just went, "Wait, they can do that?" Like, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, absolutely. Because it was and... such a it was such a different ecosystem. One of the things that fourteen is known for is that its its player base is so not like that. Like they right. are regarded as one of the most helpful and welcoming, you know, player bases. And, and this is why, because the devs don't don't take any crap. And I think, and this, you know, I really feel like there's, that it's a cultural thing. It is. I, I absolutely feel that. And and I think that that's a lesson that, that any group that makes an MMO, whether it's, whether it's yeah. Blizzard, whether it's Amazon, you know, anybody, that's something they should take to heart. That like, look, video games are meant to be played to enjoy. 
Yeah. And if if you're out there just being a, a a complete jerk and ruining other people's experience, then you, you then you gotta go. Like yeah. that's not the point of these games. Well, that's how I have fun. Well, your way of having fun sucks. Oh and yeah. It's, and it's wrong. And I know that's a strange that that statement by itself is is a strange sentence. But when you put it in the right context, you're like, oh well, yeah, duh, it makes sense. But yeah. it's you know. And, and I think I think a lot of people are probably surprised by Asmongold, especially because when you first hear about him, the first things you get is he's toxic, he's whatever. A large part of his community can be for sure. Uh, but I think a lot of people are surprised to see, especially him enjoying Final Fantasy. Uh, I, I think a lot of people, including me, I didn't think he was going to like it. I didn't think he was going to like it because of how much story there was. And he's way more game oriented. Yeah. But I think a lot of people just didn't think he would get into it. And he has gone completely into it um uh and it's it's that, it's that quote he did a long time ago where he's like world of warcraft used to be a game that made you want to waste your time and now it's just a game that wastes your time and 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 that's the problem these mmos are coming back in such a big way right now and i think one of the reasons why is because they are so communal they are it's the reason why you hop into discord it's the reason why you hop into playstation chat or xbox live even if you're not playing the same game you're wanting to hang out with the same people and mmos offer that and they offer so much more because there's so much to do in it and and you know it's i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but it it's it's been such a cool thing to see so many people now get into it and see the fun that he's having because for so long there he was just treading water with warcraft he was doing his best he was raiding cities he was doing transmog computations um he was doing all of these things outside of blizzard you know he was doing all of these community things which is why he has such a huge following it's because he he made the game fun he made you wanted to play on his server because there was always something happening um and he's doing that with final fantasy now they're doing transmog competitions they're doing all sorts of things i love the meme of now there, he has fans doing artwork of him and the usual suspects that are in his raids, like Dominic Toretto. There's this guy that fully <laughs> has Dominic Toretto as his outfit, and it says as his tag, he got the achievement trusted, <laughs> trusted, um, uh, someone trusted or something like that. So anytime the chat sees him on screen they just start ch- they start spamming family you know like it's just, it's corona life of its own um uh and it's it's been so fun to watch he's having a blast do it and like you said the devs immediately squash that they don't play around like you can't go into final fantasy and be toxic you can't you can't say things in chat like if someone's stumbling over words you can't go hey do you speak english you they'll remove you for a week um, they don't play around with stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's such a breath of fresh air because the WoW devs never did that. They let the most toxic, crazy shit happen, uh, harassment-wise, and they just let it go. And with all this stuff coming out, now it's no surprise uh, behind the scenes um, of why they did that. Um, I don't know. It's It's been crazy to see. It's been fun to see. And now, like I said, New World's coming out. You got Ashes of the Creation that's probably out in a year or so. Uh, you have a lot. It, MMOs are booming right now. In Final Fantasy, you got Inwalker in November, which is going to be huge. Yeah, it is. Um, so, 
Yeah, I don't know. You got ESO that's doing great. ESO's just it's re- they kind of have a new expansion every year. Uh, the Old Republic is still going somehow. <laughs> God, is it? Yeah, it is really. Oh, the Old Republic, I feel like, is one that's just kind of like, it just exists. It's like it so many exists. of them now where it's like, it's a thing. And it's... Yeah, because there's enough people in there. It's a small community, but there's enough in there that spends money because they're like, hey, I, once they introduce player housing and stuff like that, oh, pfft, everything just went up. All the things you can purchase. But yeah, these... And like I said, these are very communal communities. You can't like you can't really do this in Call of Duty. Call of Duty is like you just you're screaming for like 15 minutes of, of a fight, right? Yeah. Um, or you play with like two people because uh, you're doing a, a squad or something. With Warcraft or or Final Fantasy, you can jump into a Discord with all of your guild members and just hang out and get to know each other and you know form friendships. Uh, it's such a different experience than playing I don't know Assassin's Creed. It's just very different. Um, speaking of, I think they have an MMO or a, what, like a living game or whatever they're working on, right? Yeah, Assassin's Creed. The next one is going to be yeah. kind of Destiny-ish in a way, you know, that kind right. of deal. Yeah, it's a th- – th- those are – we don't want to go full MMO because that's expensive, but we're going to do just enough for you to keep staying in our game. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's been fun to see, and I've seen nothing but people move to Final Fantasy over the last week, especially – all these Discord groups I'm in, the people that played WoW that I talked to, uh, they've all gone to Final Fantasy. Some of them like it, some of them... The way... Oh, so if you're listening and you're wanting to go to Final Fantasy, and if you played Warcraft, don't go expecting Warcraft. Go in there expecting a Final Fantasy game. And to me, it's my favorite one I've ever played. I haven't played too many. I've played 10, I've played 7, and I've played maybe an hour or two of a lot of the other ones. Um... But this has by far had my attention the most. So go and expecting a um, JRPG that you can interact with people and have a community and get married and all sorts of stuff, you know. So you can you can go into the casino at the, the, the Golden Saucer and whatnot. Race chocobos with your friends. Do all kind of fun stuff. So, yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. I, Yoshi Pete needs to pay me because I just keep coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though it really is it really is god have you seen did you see the sign on aew a couple weeks ago no no what was it somebody put the whole you know play final fantasy 14 with its free trial up to level 60 they did that whole, that thing that, that meme somebody put that on a sign and it was on the hard cam at one point <laughs> that's fantastic but there's been like that seemed to like kickstart this rpg sign war and it's crazy like there was one there was one guy who i think like half of half of the facebook group which which has its own drama but all like like a lot of us saw this sign and it just said persona 5 sucks and we were like we're gonna find this guy (laughs) like (laughs) oh he's just trolling he doesn't believe that he's but, just trying to get people riled up I, but it yeah it worked but there's yeah, no, always like every so it's like every night on every you know every aew taping or or you know whether it's dynamite or dark or whatever there's always a video game sign somewhere and it's it's and it's hilarious and i'm, Let's talk about I'm just, wrestling dude i know we got a, we got a little bit of time left but um 
dude, it, it's crazy right now, it's, right? It, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, they, you know, WWE just let Bray Wyatt go. And I, you know, Ronda Rousey decided to chime in and blame the fans because she doesn't understand how this works. I blame and, Randy Orton. Randy Orton has killed every legend of the <laughs> WWE. <laughs> it, it was the big show. Then Mark Henry. Now Bray Wyatt. Like this. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. Um, <laughs> Matt Riddle better watch out. I, I mean, Riddle's on his good side. Like he's... I know he's on his good side, but it's Randy Orton. <laughs> is there a good side? <laughs> or is he just waiting, right? Like... Uh, yeah, uh, behind him. Behind <laughs> behind Randy Orton is always his good side. Uh, right, exactly. But Man, it, it's, it, it's, it's getting nuts. And now, you know, AEW announced a... They're running a a, a taping of uh, Rampage, which is their Friday night show, which premieres... Yeah. Not this Friday, but next, I think, the 13th. Um, they're doing one in on August 20th in Chicago. And there's a lot of talk that they've signed Punk. Oh, yeah. I, they're doing, I think, everything but say it. Yeah. I know that their stance after Sting was, we need to announce when our big guys are coming. That's why they announced, um, what was it, Christian ahead of time. Yeah. But it totally kills the I'm a, No, I'm a surprise, surprise guy. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm a surprise guy. Hands down. One hundred percent. Even even if like all the talk around it is there, just don't say it. Just don't just, just don't say it. Let us let us watch it. Let us see what happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You got what? You got Punk, who uh, is being hinted at. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, right? Like everyone thinks he is. Yeah. Um. And now you have Bray Wyatt. And he. His, window, uh, yeah. his thing is with with him being him being let go. I don't think it was his contract expiring, so there's still the whole ninety days and everything. Um, but something that's very interesting that's come out recently, um, Adam Cole's contract expires here in like a couple weeks. Yeah, and that's like the end of his deal. And there's there's talk he has been offered new deals. There's talk he hasn't been. Um, there's talk he's declined the deals put in front of him. Um, but I, I don't know, like if I'm Adam Cole, I don't go up to the main roster. I mean, look what they did to carry and cross. Yeah. Look at that. Like, I, like, look, I'm a like Jeff Hardy is my favorite of all time, but that was just garbage. What they did to cross. Did he do something behind the scenes? Did they not like him? I, I think it's just, I, I think it's just Vince. I think at the end of the day, this Vince all boils down to Vince. Punishing, yeah. Just, you know, how dare you get over in a brand that uh, that is not a flagship brand. And I, God, I've got to believe Hunter's tearing his hair out. Like, what literally he hasn't shaved off. He's he's pulling his beard out, man. He's got to be because he, he builds this brand. He and he and Sean and everybody in NXT bust their ass and build this right. thing and get gimmicks over in ways that they wouldn't be able to on the main roster because these things take time. Right. Like, I mean, I... Well, it's... Look at Cena, for example. He did lose when he went against uh, Kurt Angle, but he lost in such a respectable way, right? Exactly. He gave him a run for his money. He was, oh, okay, you're at, you're at the big show now, but and you lost your first match, but holy shit, you're better than I assumed you were. So, yeah, they didn't do that with this guy, right? Uh, no, uh, no, they took the NXT champion, and they jobbed him out to Jeff Hardy yeah. in a with a roll-up in a minute and a half. Like that's that is just a slap in the face to everyone at NXT to say, hey, by the way, your best guy is a joke. I think I saw someone 
tease NXT to AEW. <laughs> like, Look, let, after, just let it go. <laughs> like after something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. And the the way that they just keep callously cutting people in this whole like, it's, and it's always yeah. right before an investor's call. You know, look yeah. at how good our numbers are. And it's like, you guys, that if that's the way you're going to think about this, if you're really just going to look at these at these people and these these talents as nothing but numbers on a spreadsheet, then yeah. shame the hell on all of you because that's not yeah. what this is about. And they will all go to AEW or Impact or Ring of Honor mm-hmm. or New Japan or AAA. And and they'll, they'll keep doing what they love and they'll be better at it. And so, you know... Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I'm just yeah. like, I get that there's, there was always the idea that WWE's roster was too big because they keep signing everybody on the planet. Yeah. But then they cut the wrong people. Like they, they cut Bray Wyatt. Like yeah. Bray fucking Wyatt. Like he has been the most creative thing to come out of the WWE since. I don't even know. Yeah. Like, like, the, uh, like probably the Undertaker Kane days. He's probably the most. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, there's been out there's bigger performers like CM Punk and stuff like that, but creative wise, like there hasn't been anything like that since Kane, I think. Um, maybe I'm I'm probably wrong. Maybe but, mankind. Mankind. Well, that was like, that's. I mean, again, it's all around yeah. that same kind of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, like no, I'm because I'm I'm with you. I'm trying to think, and I, I that old yeah that old time frame with Kane and Undertaker, and mankind, all of that stuff was so creative. Man, obviously, wherever he goes, he is going to uh, uh, be fun to watch. And does this change? Because there was rumors that Braun was being talked to come back. Do you think this changes things? Do you I, think Braun goes, no, I'm going with him? I, I, I don't think that changes that, no. No? No. I, I, I don't think I – think, I, think, I think Braun would – because, like, even his Instagram was like, you already know. I think that was like his quote, and he's like, "It was a picture of him embracing uh, Bray Wyatt." And I, it, 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 it may, it may. I don't know, but I'm, I. Because you're just scorned. You're just you're ju- you've just been let go, and now someone like Bray is let go. What hope does he have if he goes back to that company of having any kind of security? Yeah. Even though it is the top dog, right? It is the one that should have the most security, but. They just did that to you, and then they just did that to him. There's no member of the White family still there, and of course, one has passed away. Yeah. Um, but do you rebuild somewhere else? I would. You... I would absolutely love the idea of of a Wyatt family reunion as much as they can have in oh, yeah. in in a storyline with the Dark Order. Like yeah. I just I feel like that would be and and not as a feud. Um, no. but, but as a, as an odd sort of partnership, just as yes. this sort of strange tense and, you know, obviously they'll have to change what the Wyatt family is, but I mean, everybody would know. Yeah. Then like you have they, Daniel Bryant run out. Like there's so many things you can do. <laughs> it's like, that's, there's, there's a ton that they can do to, to work with mm-hmm. there. And I, I just let, let creative be creative, you know, let these guys do what they, what they do. And that's why AEW is working. Is that yeah. the characters that they have are, are you know when something doesn't work, they don't just say, well, you know, it was that crowd, we'll do it again and whatever. They they go back and they say, you know what, why didn't that work? You know, somebody didn't yeah. believe it, somebody didn't buy it, somebody, 
you know, or, or it was like, well, we tried to do it this way and, and it sounded good on paper, but it didn't work in practice. All right. Where do we right. go from there? Right. Right. Like there's, you know, they're, and, and now they're taking over the WWE shows with, we want Wyatt. I wish they would have saying he's got the whole world in his hands. I would, the, yes. I saw that. I was like, yes, that's a great idea. That's what people should, should start singing. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can't drown that out. No. Well, I guess they tried, right? They, yeah. <laughs> Apparently they fucked that up. They, they, they Michael they, Cole talk about Cena or something. They had they the, when they went to they use crowd sweetening noise. They also used some that included Michael Cole talking about sixteen time world champ John Cena, and uh, <laughs> and it was like oh yeah you guys done messed up like yeah it's so, oh man and yeah it's so yeah WWE is a shell of what it used to be and I yeah I mean. People are saying that they're trying to sell it off. I, what are you going to have left? I don't. I don't believe for one single second that Vince McMahon is going to sell that company. I don't care what anybody else in that company says or does, or what the board decides, or what any executive vice president or president or talent relations manager. I do not care what any other person in that company says. Vince McMahon will never sell that company. Period. End of story. I don't do you believe want it. To sell? Do what? You think- do you think it should be sold? No, no, I don't. I don't think it should be sold. I in in the same respect that I don't think something like the NFL should be sold. Like I mean, you know, obviously this is a this is a television production company at the end of the day. It's what WWE is. It's a it's a TV show. But it it is its own classification of thing. And Do you think it'd be worse if it was sold? Do what? Do you think it would be worse? being sold oh, or absolutely. do you think it would be oh no absolutely because then the, because the companies that are going to buy it, it's going to be NBC that would buy it and if instead of you had to listen to a company that was putting you on the air because you had a deal with them and then you could go somewhere else you know that's one thing but having to listen to the network because they are because they own you nah not nah, forget it like that's that's a disaster that's an absolute complete and total catastrophe and it would be it would be just an abysmal thing. I yeah. it would be terrible. It would everything you think about when you think of censorship in wrestling and how everything became you know TVPG and everything got sanitized and you know yeah some like let's you know put the rose tinted glasses aside. The Attitude Era was not perfect and a lot of the stuff that they did was crass sh- and awful and shouldn't have been done, but. They had the freedom to go out and explore and find things that worked and push the envelope. And yeah, a lot of times they pushed it too far. But and when they, it hit, though, when that's it. When it hit, it hit huge. It hit, you yeah. don't, you don't get that. You didn't get that with the TVPG era. Like that's why people hate it. It's not because everything was bad. It's because there was no nobody was allowed to go out and take risks and yeah. see if anything failed. If it failed, it failed. But they weren't allowed to even try. And some of that attitude still. It is is still very much a thing, but if you're owned by a network, say you know NBC Universal buys WWE, then then forget taking risks. It's over. It's done. Right. And then it'd probably be canceled. That that and that that is a legitimate concern. If if NBC buys WWE and five years down the road they stop making you know a crazy amount of money because of mismanagement by NBC Universal, let's say. They can pull the plug on it. Yeah. If they own this outright now, no, it's 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 the absolute worst thing that could happen. And I, yeah. it, it, for for that reason, 
I think a lot of the people involved in WWE wouldn't want to sell, but the number one reason is Vince McMahon will not sell that company. Full stop. Yeah. The, the ideal situation is that he hands it to someone like Hunter that clearly is doing a much better job on NXT. Vince will never let go of control of that company until you will have oh, to. Oh, yeah, he won't until yeah. he passes away. You yeah, will yeah, have yeah. to take, he, he will die at that desk. And I don't mean that in a in a prophetic or anything kind of way. It's just that's how he is. Right, you will right. have to take this company from his cold dead hands. You absolutely will. And, oh yeah. And that's I started I started talking to people uh, that don't know anything about wrestling, and I was like, because it was brought up the Vince McMahon TV show, right? Yeah. And um, I was saying just how crazy his life is, and they're like, "Well, give us some examples." And I started talking about the T Rex and the. The sneezing, and they're like, "No way, somebody's like that." Yeah, and I was like, "I don't, I like, you know." They're like, "Is it just a work? Is it just, you know?" Well, they didn't say work because they don't know wrestling, but they're like, "Do you think it's just is like it, wrestling work? Is, is it's it just, an act?" Like, yeah, an act. Uh, no. And and I was like, "No," because almost everyone that's come out of the room is like, "That's how he is. That's how much he has to control something." And you sneezing is you not knowing how to control your body. And he's furious about when that happens. So you don't sneeze in front of him. You don't do any of that kind of stuff. And they're just like, what? And I was like, yes. That's why there needs to be like a real show about him. Yeah. Um, and how fascinating that would be. Uh, but yeah, it, he's a character. He is a character. Probably probably the biggest character that company's ever made. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no question. <laughs> yeah. No question. <laughs> You know, Mr. McMahon was and will be the greatest heel, I think. Agreed. Uh, in wrestling, yeah. Changed everything. Yeah. But, dude, I don't know if we got any time left. I got to go. got to get to work. Um, but uh, we'll talk about Jungle Cruise next week because I will definitely watch it. Um, yeah. Uh, between now and then. That and Fast and Furious because I think Fast and Furious is on Amazon or something. Uh, so I'll check that out. Um, make sure you go to our We Geek podcast on YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, YouTube, our Facebook group. Um, Email us at wegeekpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Captain? Captain. <laughs>